Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Send It With Steph. I'm Steph Leichenstein, your host. And today I have a bit of a short and sweet episode for you because my life is incredibly busy right now and I'm sure everyone else's is. I feel like it's just that time of year, especially in the ski racing world. It's like the season's wrapping up and... You're either going back to school full time or you're doing what I'm doing and kind of negotiating your final races and figuring out your spring training plans. So I thought I would just make this episode a little bit shorter and kind of dive into some of the lessons I've learned recently and kind of dealing with expectations and I don't know, kind of creating your own um what's the word creating your own like expectations for yourself without kind of defining yourself by others um and this is kind of obviously it's that time of year where if you are trying to qualify for a national team or some other team that requires a criteria it's obviously a stressful time because this is when they start making decisions and I know personally, I've been going through that a lot recently and kind of trying to figure out how to manage my program next year. So if you are going through that, just know you're not alone. I have had so many emails and letters and all these different things to do that it's kind of consuming. And when you're trying to race at the same time, it is very stressful. So just take it in stride and remember that you are doing this sport because you love it or you're doing whatever you're interested in because you love it and not because you have to. That is something that I have to remind myself of a lot when I am in these types of situations because it's very easy to kind of see it as a full-time job and obviously that's kind of what it is for me and what it is for a lot of athletes but at the same time it's your passion and Yeah, doing it for yourself is always going to be the most successful way. So talking about expectations, I in the past, I mean, I've been on and off the Canadian team. I've been in and out of school. I have kind of done multiple different routes, independent um, NCAA and national teams. So I've had a lot of coaches and federations kind of defining me and my career, but I think that in the past, I have really let those people and those decisions kind of affect how I saw myself. So let's say when I was, I think, 21, I was on the Canadian team. It was my first year as a full like senior team member, and I had a Noram World Cup spot in downhill, so I was really excited to use it and Um, I got injured in the beginning of the year and then uh, I was basically told that there would be no team for me to come back to like return to snow none of that so obviously I went to school and that's kind of led me to here but that next spring I was basically told that obviously I hadn't met criteria because I'd only raced half a season or partial part of a season and I really let the way that they talk about me affect my confidence and kind of (laughs) I let it affect the way that I saw representing Canada because they just had such a way of kind of making me feel not worthy 
and they wasn't full on obviously in that moment in that moment I was disappointed and I ended up kind of being partially on the team for that next season but the following year I was fully removed from the team and that was a really hard thing to kind of accept because I mean obviously your ego is a little bit involved like you don't want to be the athlete that didn't make the national team after being on it and when you got to my age it's kind of that point where you're either making it or you're not and it was hard for me to accept that I might not be making it and yeah I just I let that really affect me and gave me a very negative view of wanting to represent Canada I kind of was like well what's the point of representing my country when they're not even helping me and they're not gonna support me in any way and I kind of clumped the federation and my like racing identity together which I now know is not the way to go but ultimately it really affected my confidence and kind of made me view everyone associated with the federation as people that they were trying not trying to help me they were trying to they were working against me almost and that was a negative took a negative toll on me because as soon as you start letting those negative thoughts creep in and obviously not everyone at the federation is <laughs> out to get me and obviously the girls on the team like I now I'm so much closer again with them because I know that like they're doing what they need to do for their career like they have nothing to do with it and a lot of the coaches have nothing to do with it it's a very um interesting power dynamic in federations and yeah I guess I've learned a lot about how to kind of separate the two so there's obviously like your governing body and they are the ones who are going to tell you okay yeah we will support you in representing Canada but at the end of the day like every athlete from every country is going out and representing their country no matter whether or not they have support so I think that for me realizing that I as a Canadian racer get to represent Canada whether the Canadian Federation wants to support me or not was a huge stepping stone because it gave me a lot more pride and a lot more confidence that I don't need this kind of label on me like national team member I can still go out and accomplish my goals on my own and I can still be really proud to represent my country even though I may not be a Canadian team member. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info and odds. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters Championship and the start to the Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, well, so that was a bit of a specific example, and I know that not everyone has to go through the kind of process of qualifying for teams or whatever meeting criteria, but I think that it is kind of a life lesson in general that as soon as you start letting others, um, either like career opportunities or other people or your bosses and stuff, define what is kind of good enough for you I actually just wrote a blog about this because I think it's a very important topic to kind of go over is 
we put a lot of pressure on being like quote unquote good enough for things and I know that a lot of people have gone into like serious have had serious mental issues not mental issues oh my gosh um (laughs) have had kind of mental health issues because they feel like they're not moving fast enough or they're not successful enough at a young age or at a certain point in their life when they feel like that's kind of the norm and I think that by defining ourselves by the norm or by other people's standards is one of the quickest ways to stop pursuing your dreams and your goals because the second that happens you instantly start looking at okay well what can I do that's going to make me be more successful in maybe some other part of my life and I know so many athletes who have gone through the same experience where they've just been told no so many times over and over by these federations you're too old or you are never going to be good enough um and they end up just being done because it's very mentally tiring to kind of be told no over and over or be told that oh you're not good enough or because of your certain ranking you won't be good enough to ever compete for us so I think that it kind of crosses over into both worlds athletic and regular but yeah that is something that recently I've kind of taken into my own hands is not letting those types of criteria and things define me I mean they're obviously kind of always looming over because I am in a competitive sport where representing your country on the World Cup is a big part of the sport and I am very lucky because next year I have a fixed World Cup start for both speed disciplines so I will be able to represent my country even if my ski federation isn't willing to support me and it's kind of a weird feeling knowing that those two things are separate but I think it's very good that I have learned that and that I've accepted kind of the pride again of representing Canada because for a while there it was not really um part of my (laughs) part of my identity I kind of shunned it away because I felt like I had just not been supported and been basically told that I won't be good enough I think that something else we don't necessarily learn how to do or aren't just like naturally taught how to do especially as female athletes or I mean females in the workplace too I know that it's been a it's not always easy in the workplace I personally only have more only have experience in athletics but I think that learning how to stand up for yourself and kind of brag about your accomplishments a little bit is very important for stating your case in any situation whether it's a promotion or trying to make some criteria for a team because we have this kind of feeling that by promoting our accomplishments and sharing our successes we are I don't know being cocky or uh, kind of being obnoxious but at the end of the day you know that the male your male counterparts are not holding back they have been taught to fight for what they want to accomplish and 
I think that it's very important for female athletes especially to learn how to stand up for themselves and learn how to be proud of their accomplishments because at the end of the day you need to be your biggest ally and it's it's something that you have to learn how to do I it took me a long time to finally realize that it's okay to be proud of what you've accomplished and to not have to apologize for being proud of that I'm still learning about it a lot because I mean there's obviously a lot of confidence issues that go along with it but I think that as soon as you realize that you should be proud of what you've done up until this point and you should be willing to promote yourself the easier it's going to be when it comes down to you know asking for the things that you want when it comes to thinking about criterias or deadlines and that sort of thing also they ultimately focusing on them like putting all of your focus on those types of things is going to take away from your actual focuses and like in my case taking away from skiing by focusing on making criteria because if I am putting all of my energy into whether I'm going to qualify for the team or not or whether I'm going to be able to race World Cup next year I'm not actually going to do what I need to do in order to get to that point even and I think that that's something that younger athletes especially struggle with is they know that they have this kind of overarching criteria to meet by a certain point and they get so consumed by it that I've seen so many young athletes get all worked up and nervous and stressed about <laughs> finishing races and um, they lose focus on actual skiing and what they're supposed to be enjoying and what they're supposed to be learning. So that is a huge part of kind of growing out of that focus on defining yourself by someone else's criteria because once you realize that you define your own criteria for your own life and there are always loopholes, there's always other options, it's not a one-way street to success, the sooner you are going to have success in your life and feel a certain sense of success because again success is defined differently by everyone so we need to stop focusing on other people's criterias and I don't know definitions of what it is to be good enough and just be more consumed in what it means to be good enough for ourselves and what we each individually want to accomplish well that was a short and sweet podcast but I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it I am going to have a guest on next week I unfortunately this week it was last minute and I'm traveling for races so it just wasn't happening so thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this show please give me five stars and make sure to follow along each week for new episodes and I will see you next week Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.